Welcome to the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary. In each episode, we will highlight an essential oil or herb that may be used to optimize your health. Flip on your diffuser and bask in the beauty of aromatherapy and naturopathy. Hello everybody, this is Gregory and welcome back to another episode of the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary. I hope you're doing well today. Today we're going to talk about kava. We're going to talk about kava. I thought it was important to talk about kava because so many people are on anti-anxiety medications, the benzodiazepines in particular. So a lot of people are on Ativan and Clonazepam and Xanax and so forth. So I thought, let's talk about something natural that may be effective in lowering your anxiety and certainly Many people at this moment are fueled, propelled by Xanax and wine due to the lockdown and then all the things going on in politics. And look, whoever wins in November, if we have an election, but whoever wins in November, it's not going to go well. There's going to be rioting either way. There's going to be protests. It's just it's 2020, man. It's the apocalypse. All right. So let's talk about kava. Some of you might know what kava is, but some of you might not know. Kava also called Kava Kava, is a member of the nightshade family of plants and native to the South Pacific. This reminds me of Tom Brady, the quarterback. He doesn't eat nightshades. The dude doesn't eat anything. If you look at his TB12 diet, it's very strict, and that's why he's 45 and still playing, I guess. More recently, Kava has received widespread attention for its relaxing and stress-inducing properties, like my mellifluous voice, relaxing. However, it's been linked with several health concerns raising questions about its safety. So what is kava? Kava is a tropical evergreen shrub with heart-shaped leaves and woody stems. Its scientific name is Piper methysticum. Pacific cultures traditionally use the kava drink during rituals and social gatherings. To make it, people first grind its roots into paste. The grinding was traditionally performed by chewing the roots and spitting them out, but now it's typically done by hand. Good to know they're not spitting it back in. The paste is then mixed with water, strained, and consumed. Its active ingredients are called cavalactitones, which account for 3 to 20% of the dry weight of the root of the plant. Well, that's a really specific estimation, 3 to 20% of the dry weight. Studies suggest, studies suggest that cavalactones may have the following effects on the body, reduce anxiety, protect neurons from damage, reduce pain sensation, reduce the risk of cancer. Most of the research today have focused on kava's potential to reduce anxiety. It is largely unknown how the cavalactones produce these effects, but they appear to work by affecting neurotransmitters on the brain. Neurotransmitters are chemicals that release to communicate with each other. They help nerves, neurons, I should say, and nerves. Because nerves, nerves are a, a collection or a bundle of neurons wrapped together. One of these neurotransmitters is gamma aminobutyric acid, or GABA which decreases the activity of nerves. You guys might have heard of GABA. Kava can help decrease anxiety. Anxiety disorders are one of the most common psychiatric disorders today, you know, no doubt. They're commonly treated with talk therapy, medications, and both, well, mostly medications. I would recommend, of course, talking it out, journaling, and so forth. Many types of medications are available, but a lot of them are habit-forming, like the benzos. Yeah, they're they're tolerant-forming, they're addictive and they have side effects. 
The first long-term study investigating the effects of kava extract in people with anxiety was first published in 1997. Compared to placebo, it significantly decreased the severity of participants' perceived anxiety. The research also noted no side effects related to withdrawal or dependency, both major problems with the benzos, whereas these effects are common with other drugs. Yep. Since this study, several other studies have demonstrated the effects and benefits of kava on anxiety. A review of 11 of these studies concluded that kava extract is an effective treatment for anxiety. What, what more? Another review of specific kava extract came to a similar conclusion, reporting that it could be used as an alternative to certain anxiety drugs. I mean, they've been doing studies on this since 1997. Can kava aid with sleep? Well, we know lack of sleep can cause a lot of problems, higher rate of, of diabetes, a higher rate of infections, higher rate of uh, cancer, heart attacks, strokes, depression. It's a major problem. Realizing there's a lot of people turn to sleep drugs, but like like the anxiety drugs, uh, you look at Lanesta, of course, Ambien has a, a litany of horrible side effects. You wake up somewhere else and you've killed somebody and you don't even remember because of the Ambien. Has habit forming. It's it's dependent. It's it's horrible. Kava is used pretty commonly as an alternative to these sleep medications due to its calming effect. In one study, in twenty four people, a whopping twenty four people, kava was found to reduce stress and insomnia compared to the placebo. However, both the researchers and participants knew they were receiving kava or placebo, and this might have affected a bias. Well, what, who who's doing this study? Despite these flaws, a subsequent higher quality study found kava to be more effective than a placebo at improving sleep quality and reducing anxiety. Interestingly, kava's effect on insomnia may stem from its effect on anxiety. Really? You think so? It, well, it's no different than lavender. You know, lavender is known to reduce anxiety and it also helps with sleep. Because like with me, I have a history of insomnia. And if you're not familiar with this, ooh, go over to the Awakened Man podcast, formerly known as Holistic Health News, and scroll down to episode 24, I think, is on insomnia, how to biohack insomnia, and I talk about it there. But mine is because I have an overactive mind. I can't shut down my brain at night. So, yeah, certainly with anxiety, it's connected to sleep. No doubt. Forms of kava. Kava can be taken in tea, capsule, powder, or liquid. With the exception of kava tea, these products are made from a concentrated mixture that's prepared by extracting cavalactones from the root of the plant with ethanol or acetone. Kava tea is the most common method of taking kava for anxiety, and it's readily available. It's sold alone or alongside other herbs touted to promote relaxation and brewed using hot water. Mm. Be sure to find kava teas that list the cavalactone content as well as other ingredients since it's the active one. Avoid teas that list the ingredients as proprietary blends. With these products, you won't know how much kava you're getting. I don't think I've ever had kava tea. I've had kava capsules. Kava tincture liquid. Ah, we talked about tincture in the last episode, right? This is a liquid form of kava sold in small bottles ranging from 2 to 6 ounces. You could take it with a dropper or mix it in with a juice or drink it to cover its whiskey-like taste because it's a tincture. That means it's mixed with liquor. Kava capsules. As with kava tea, look for the list of cavalactones content. For example, one capsule may contain 100 milligrams of kava root extract that is standardized to contain 30% cavalactones. Knowing this information will help you avoid consuming too much or too little. Dosage. Experts recommend that you do a daily intake of cavalactones that does not exceed 250 milligrams. 
An effective dose of cephalactones is 70 to 250 milligrams. So 70 to 250. Kava supplements may list cephalactones in milligrams or as a percentage. If the content is listed as a percentage, you will need to calculate the amount of cephalactones it contains. Let's do some math. For example, if one capsule contains 100 milligrams of kava root extract, and it's standardized to contain 30% cephalactones, it will contain... Let's do the math. 100 milligrams times 0.30. 30 milligrams of cavalactones. To reach an effective dose within the range of 70 to 250 milligrams of cavalactones, you would need to take at least three capsules of this particular supplement. Most extracts of kava root contain 30 to 70% cavalactones. Side effects. Well, in the early 2000s, several cases of liver toxicity were reported related to kava consumption. The USDA later warned about the risk of liver damage associated with products containing kava. Its use has even been banned or restricted in many countries in, in Europe. However, the ban in Germany was later lifted due to poor evidence of related risk. Was it lifted in the States? Hmm. Kava sought to harm the liver in many ways, one of which involves how it interacts with certain drugs. The liver enzymes that break down kava also break down other drugs. Thus, kava can tie up these enzymes and prevent them from breaking down other drugs, leading them to build up and harm the liver. Well, then don't be taking other drugs, right? That's one of the uh, mission statements here at Naturopathic Earth. Adulteration is another reason kava products, pro kava products are thought to be unsafe. To save money, some companies use other products of the kava plant, such as the leaves or stems instead of the roots. Hey, you need the roots. The leaves and stems are also known to harm the liver. Still, several analysis of studies on the topic have found no evidence of liver damage in people who have taken these supplements in short term, about 1 to 24 weeks. Therefore, people without liver injuries and those who are not taking, that, taking medications that affect the liver, like Tylenol, we have an episode over at uh, Awakened Man about Tylenol hospitalizations. So if you're not taking any medications that hurt the liver that are not hepatotoxins and you're planning to take it for short term and, and it's a good product, you should have no problem taking it for a month or two. It's a bottom line, guys. Look, kava is a great root. It's got kava lactones, which have shown to be helpful for anxiety and sleep. You can contact your doctor about it, but your doctor's just going to laugh at you because he knows nothing about naturopathy, so don't even bother telling your doctor. And as I've already mentioned, if you're already taking medications for something else, especially ones that are known to hurt the liver, maybe you need to be a little uh, circumspect about it. But in general, try it because... What we don't want is you taking anxiolytic drugs forever because these have horrible side effects. And there's a lot of people who don't want to be in Xanax and, uh, or, or Ativan. You know, these are used recreationally in, in colleges all the time. They make people loopy and they have loads of side effects. And you don't want to be taking these your whole life if you don't need to. So think about it. This is a holistic naturopathic show and so it's my job to kind of recommend to you maybe alternatives to big pharma so so look into it on your own do your research you know exactly what's the potency of kava or kava lactones you need and, and go from there guys the website's naturopathic earth please go check out all the articles holistic articles essential oil recipes regular recipes if you want to help us out please donate to the paypal account that's linked to the episode notes here or found at naturopathic earth you can also become an Amazon affiliate or I'm an Amazon affiliate, I should say. So if you go to naturopathicearth.com and click on the articles and the food recipes, you'll notice that there's going to be ingredients that are linked to Amazon. Click on those links to get to Amazon 
And then from there, search whatever you want. And anything that you buy within 24 hours through our links, we get a 2% commission at no expense to you. You can also buy my two books, Confessions of an Obi Child and Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior. You can find those on Amazon, paperback or Kindle. Please post an honest review of the essential oils and herbal apothecaries. You notice we're going to more herbal now because I think we've pretty much well exhausted the essential oils. <laughs> and I'll go over to The Awakened Man. The Awakened Man still has all the 270 episodes beforehand that you might have liked that are very holistic, health-oriented, anti-big pharma, medical malfeasance, all those things. We're just redirecting a little more toward men. But please go check that out. And then go to Confessions of an Obi Shad. Uh, we do an episode there once a month, and there's about 60 episodes. So if you're dealing with food addiction or addictions or early childhood trauma, that's the podcast for you. So please, I would appreciate it if you would post an honest review for all three right now. It takes you two seconds right now. All right, guys, until next time, take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com for innumerable essential oil recipes, our Facebook page at Holistic Health News, and our Twitter and Instagram feeds at Holistic News Now. Spread the word about the benefits of aromatherapy, herbalism, and naturopathy. And remember our motto at Naturopathic Earth, let food be thine medicine, let nature be thy healer. Until next time. <laughs>